Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, and welcome to episode 97, How to Treat Food as an Opportunity for Nourishment with Natalia Levy. In this episode, I interview my friend, chef, TEDx speaker, and author of the book, Cravings Boss. And she shares how there is a link between gut health and happiness, and how we can use food as a source of nourishment in our life. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the link between your gut and happiness. And I'm so excited to welcome my amazing friend and guest, Natalia Levy. So thank you for being here, Natalia. Thank you so much for having me. So you're definitely an expert with this topic. And before we get started, Natalia actually has been the chef the past, how many years has it been? Three. Three years for my psychic medium retreat. And she's coming back this year for another psychic medium retreat, which we're so excited about. Um, Me too. It's, yes. it's always such an adventure and each one is so different. Right. It really is. So this is going to be amazing. Um, and you just did a TED talk all about the link between food and happiness. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about maybe your journey with how you came about um, really discovering the meaning behind food? Mm. Thank you for that introduction. Yes. Super excited about the retreat. Um, so in November of 2019, I gave a TEDx um, Ocala mm-hmm. the talk. Uh, the title is The Surprising Connection Between Gut and Happiness. Um, so I grew up in Russia and I've spent, um, grew up in Moscow, but you know, so it's big city life, kind of like growing up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but every summer I would spend with my grandmother in the country. And I have realized now, after having all of the knowledge that I have, that I started to really go back and understand how I felt back then. And I started to make connections between feeling amazing during the summers, being in the country, we would grow um, all of the veggies we would have if there's a piece of land you grow vegetables right. so when I came to the states and I see all of these beautifully manicured lawns I'm like how are people not growing vegetables yes. on the beautiful lawns yeah <laughs> um, but um, I still sort of started creating the, the, this this connection that that throughout the year I would have low energy and I um, I would have all sorts of digestive issues that um, this is something that I don't share too much right, but, but but as, as a little girl my mom took me to the doctors actually and um, they would try and put a tube down my throat mm-hmm. without anesthesia I hear in this country they do it with anesthesia oh, wow. like they put you out for that yes um, so imagine I was I don't know That's eight so or traumatic. nine year old, years old and they kept trying to put put that tube down for about an hour or <laughs> whatever and then I cried so much long story short nothing happened I was crying so much that I begged my mom to leave so as soon as the doctors left the room she just took me out so I never really found out Mm -hmm. and then um, here I I had an episode about 
eight or nine years ago where I um, found myself being extremely depressed mm-hmm. and for no apparent reason you know there was something um, have, I'm married to the love of my life and you know we we are very uh, in a good place mm-hmm. and, and did a lot of traveling a lot a lot of fun and excite, exciting things and but I went to my doctor and she's a holistic she's an MD but she does a lot of um, integrative medicine yes. and she's uh, she did some blood work on me and some of my hormones were, were off and um, through that and then we just started sort of integrating everything and bringing the food factor and bringing everything so that was sort of my first introduction into the functional approach to medicine and to how we eat and then over the years I got certified as a health coach and as a nutritional consultant and wrote a book (laughs) thank you and then I really started to, in the last couple of years, I really have been trying to nail down exactly what happens to our body mm-hmm. after we eat. That's huge. Well, and your, thank you for sharing that bit with us because certain things that you're sharing could be really relatable to other people yeah. where they're starting, they're going to start to connect the dots too because yeah. it could be something that's linked for them also. Um, so your TED Talk, how many minutes is Is it 14 minutes? Um, I forget. It's about 12 and a half, you know, including the standing ovation. <laughs> yes, yes, which of course which that was, was really deserved because it really was one of those talks that opened your eyes where you're like, wow, I need to pay attention to the food that I'm eating. And I think that's really important for people to listen to that. If anything, after this episode, go and I'll link the the link to the TED Talk too. Um, But with your book, you wrote the book first before you did the TED Mm -hmm. Talk. Yeah, I wrote the book a few years ago and it was the first journey really into the depths of connecting what food does to our bodies. Mm -hmm. I am a researcher. Yeah. I don't rely on, you know, the hyped up uh, information that comes through the media. Mm-hmm. I, I go deep in, I go to libraries and or online libraries and, and read a ton of medical articles. And uh, um, I really try to make sure that all the information that I put out is really reliable. Right. Um, now, given I'm not a medical doctor, so mm-hmm. don't take this as a medical advice, but this is just something to help people um, just look at, it, at, at, at something from a different perspective. Right. So would you suggest, so I know there's certain people that crave different foods. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I crave chocolate and things that are salty. Mm-hmm. And I know in your book, you kind of, cover different things and when you have certain cravings it's meaning different things so a lot of people that are listening are highly sensitive Mm -hmm. and i know we're going to do an extended talk later for my mediumship membership group so we're going to get more in detail there Mm -hmm. but i do want to touch base on you know some people are mediums that are listening now is there a reason that you feel that we crave the magnesium i kind of know on my end where i feel like we're using this different energy Mm -hmm. um 
So a lot of mediums actually lack magnesium. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about how to go about that? Instead of just eating anything under the sun, yeah. what would you say if we take chocolate for instance, where would you go with that? Um, so to answer your question first regarding magnesium, so it is one of the major minerals that we'll use uh, if we're under stress. So there are different types of stress that, that we put our bodies through. Some stress is preventable, some stress is not preventable. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like um, it is a low, probably a low stress mm -hmm. uh, doing the readings and uh, exposing your energy to different elements. Right. Um, so even though you don't realize it, but you do put stress onto your system mm -hmm. while doing that. And not only that, you expose your energy to other energies as well. So it probably drains um, the system out of That's magnesium. Right. Uh, one of the best actually ways to restore magnesium in your body is to do a bath soak with Epsom salt, that. with Epsom salt and magnesium. Um, my my doctor actually, Lisa Coach, she just wrote the book called Get Lit. Mm -hmm. And I what I didn't realize is that and I read in her book is that make sure to rinse off after you take a, a, a bath with salt. That makes sense because it's almost detoxifying it's deta everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like sitting on your body if you don't wash it off. Right. That makes sense. I'm yeah. going to have to read her book too. Oh, I haven't read it great. yet. Yeah, and it's quick. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah. It'd be amazing to interview well, her at mm -hmm, some point mm -hmm. too. Um, I think that's really an important point. So I love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else people should know when it comes to the food that they're eating? How to know what do I need for food? Well, with food, so I have gone through the training, specialty training with the Institute for Functional Medicine, specifically for our mitochondrial function. Mm -hmm. And mitochondria, as you know, are the little energy centers inside our cells. And through the Institute for Functional Medicine, they actually gave us a list of recommended foods that support the function of our mitochondria cells. And okay. um, so we have almonds, avocado, um, they recommend grass-fed beef, blueberries, broccoli, coconut oil, green tea, cold-pressed and filtered extra virgin olive oil, pomegranates, salmon, seaweed, and spinach are your top foods for um, optimal mitochondrial function. That's pretty interesting. Okay, so we're going to have to pay attention. They might have to re-listen to that mm -hmm. because that's really important. And I think it's when we do want energy, sometimes we're in the society where let's get quick energy and drink energy drinks, which mm -hmm. I can't drink those. I it, uh, all, all it does is most energy drinks are just so high in sugar and caffeine mm -hmm. that it will give you the 10-15 the minute buzz, but then the crash is going to be so much deeper. Right. So with a lot of times with energy, um, most of us honestly are dehydrated. That's what I believe that. So the quickest way to get the energy back is, is to literally just drink either regular water or yeah. the spa water. I have a bunch of spa water recipes in my book. Um, so, you know, at yes. the retreats we, we do, that. we actually do um, water colored and flavored to support the to support the chakras yeah and that's um, amazing so so that that's that's always great because energy is visible and invisible mm -hmm. you know um, you can 
see, basically you can see and read somebody's energy you can you know for the majority of the population it's hard to um, make it feel real mm -hmm. but um, for people who are very intuitive it's right you know it's we're definitely can um, feel high energy foods and also pay attention where you buy your food from mm -hmm. you know is the place where you buy your food from like is their energy good you know the energy of the foods that you buy from a local farmers market is going to be better than than the foods that's been shipped you know three thousand miles or oh, right far along that's so true i love getting fresh like at the fresh market mm -hmm. in high park mm -hmm. and different things like that because it does taste different yeah. even this summer i was at my parents house and every morning I would go pick blueberries out of the blueberry bush mm -hmm. and it felt so different eating those blueberries oh, it is totally different. rather than the store blueberries mm -hmm. so yeah, and, and also it's important the energy which you input into the cooking so we have well, several restaurants mm -hmm. and I have mindfulness programs for the um, for our cooks and our servers to That's make huge. sure that whatever they touch that there is no, they're not allowed to touch the food if they're angry oh i love that you do that well you can feel the energy with the food it feels <laughs> like so much love and we're from an italian family so when it comes to italian food we're really specific and my parents came to eat can you tell us the name of the restaurant too uh, just so, so people in florida speaks clam bar we have two locations now and more coming yes which I'm excited about. Me I'm excited too. about that. Um, is there anything else that we should know? Because I know your website has a lot of great resources mm -hmm. too. Um, and we're going to continue this conversation in the membership community. Mm -hmm. But just to kind of wrap it up for the people on the, this episode, where can they get more information about figuring out when they're craving certain things, what that means for them? So this book is a perfect resource. The right? book is a perfect resource. Um, I also have an amazing course that's expanded all the information that's in the book, and it's housed on Daily Ohm. Yes. Um, it's it's not called Cravings Boss. It's uh, stop self stop self sabotage with food. But okay. if you just go on Daily Ohm and search for my name, you'll you'll find the courses. Okay. Perfect. Um, it's quite extensive and, and it definitely takes you a lot deeper than the book itself does. Okay. And the biggest message that you think that people should hear if they're listening to this and they are feeling that feeling of feeling depressed or they feel like something's lacking, what would you suggest for them to just have a small start? Because it is hard if you go from hard. going out to eat all the time mm -hmm. and relying on not making your own food. Yeah. versus how would you say that they should shift? Um, that's a great question. Having been there, I, I think it's just not to to not feel overwhelmed um, yeah. and make just start making small adjustments. Mm -hmm. I understand for, for some people it's very important to to make um, drastic changes and mm -hmm. adjustments because sometimes that you need that that shock system. I would have like an accountability body on, make sure that 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 you're not doing this alone. I love that. That's actually a really good idea mm -hmm. because when you do have someone that holds you accountable, it makes yeah. you accountable. It keeps you just, aligned. Yeah, or just somebody to vent to. Right. Like, like, you know, a girlfriend or something. Yes. Like and even like I know Tony and I, we started with making smoothies in the morning, mm -hmm. and you're great at 
you know, creating awesome creations <laughs> through smoothies and different ideas, but just taking that one meal and changing yeah, it. And, and that's one meal at a time. And then in my, in my TEDx talk, I said, by the age of 20, eating three meals a day, most of us have had 22,000 meals. That's crazy. So imagine by the age of 40, it's roughly 44,000 meals. So take every single meal as an opportunity to give your body the ultimate nourishment that it needs. I love that. When it comes to food, food is really a gift and treating it as, as that, like really paying attention to what you're putting into your body. Um, what if there's moments where you feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't eat that today and you deprive yourself? Where would you go from there? So I would really start um, thinking of food. I would, first of all, I would sit down and start just write down all the emotions that, that come up when you think of food. Because yeah. I've done a workshop um, on how to use food as the ultimate form of self-love. And one of the things that we do is we, we, we treat food as, as a source of nourishment and information because yeah. I studied nutrition. So for me, it is information. You know, when, when the food comes into the body, there is, you know, we get the, the proteins, the carbohydrates, the fats and the, the minerals and then the, the vitamins and all of that stuff. So we start with that, but there's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. You know, is there emotion that's connected to some food? So I would start um, creating positive memories. I love that. Yeah, because I think that does make a difference. When I think of the smell of like sauce and mm -hmm. basil, I think of my mom and my family being at home and mm -hmm. eating that food. Um, but even shifting those memories to maybe not have the macaroni every single time, but right. switching to, I know you've made zucchini, um, what is it called like zoodles yeah zoodles. you know like there's different ways to kind of move about mm -hmm. during that process yeah. too and i explore a lot of that at, um, um, a lot of recipes on my youtube channel as well. i love your youtube channel which you. so if they can need more information about you and mm -hmm. how to sign up for your newsletter and just any updates they would go to um, so i've just been updating because i have the restaurants and i have the culinary education i have so many things going on yeah. right now so I just created natalialevy.com that's Perfect. my personal brand but if you are if you are interested more in the in the health aspects and mm -hmm. that's healthy intent okay great thank you so much for thank all you of your energy it. and your time and the value that you always bring thank so you thank so much. you thanks for having me we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.